And one of the things that really hit home when I looked at toxic positivity was I'm doing that with generosity. I'm just always being generous with my time and it's not helpful. It, I mean, it's probably helpful to the people who are on the receiving end. I've helped people build businesses and communities and I don't feel badly for doing any of that or wish that I hadn't. What I do feel badly for is that I did not recognize what I was doing earlier. Hello and welcome to Talks with Sarah No Socks, a podcast about failure and how it's leading us to success. Each week I sit down on Mondays and share my weekly failures with you and I'm joined on Fridays with a special guest who's sharing their own story of failure and how that's led to their current success. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's show. Hello. Welcome to the podcast and Monday, if it's Monday when you're listening. If not, thanks for joining me whatever day you are joining. I want to dive into an interesting topic today, something that I have termed toxic generosity. Stay with me. I'll walk you through it. But first, as usual, I want to thank Lisa and Ali for their support on Buy Me A Coffee. You can support me and my journey over at buymeacoffee.com slash Sarah No Socks. Okay, diving right in. Toxic generosity. What is that? What is this phrase? So I sent out a tweet today about using generosity as procrastination. And the tweet, which I've linked in the show notes, said, I had a realization that I've been helping others reach their goals as a way to procrastinate going all in on myself and my goals. Oops. <laughs> it was one of those, oh yeah, moments. And I had been seeing a lot of tweets recently about toxic positivity, and I'm all on board with that. Life is not always roses and sunshine, and you need to feel all the emotions and go through all the things. And I was just kind of thinking about how I spend my time and what I'm doing and what I want to be doing and how to be more successful in what I'm doing. And one of the things that really hit home when I looked at toxic positivity was I'm doing that with generosity. I'm just always being generous with my time and it's not helpful. I mean, it's probably helpful to the people who are on the receiving end. I've helped people build businesses and communities, and I don't feel badly for doing any of that or wish that I hadn't. What I do feel badly for is that I did not recognize what I was doing earlier. It's just one of those things. So how am I defining this, and what does this look like? And maybe you're falling into this trap or you aren't. So when I say toxic generosity, for me, that is quite literally goes back to my people-pleasing roots of people need help and they either ask or don't ask and I just volunteer and say, I will help you do said thing, even if I know I don't have time to do it, even if I know it's going to cause me undue stress and anxiety, even if I know it means compromising on something else I was going to do personally, I will still help said person. And that's not healthy. That's just not, not good. But that's me. Um, so everything in context. And so I've been working through the people-pleasing aspect, but realized that still my generosity and always going above and beyond is good to a point. 
but it can't be the only thing that you do and it's become the only thing that I do. Just like you can't be on social media all the time, you can't always be giving to other people and leave nothing left for yourself because what happens is you've put off doing all of the things that you actually need to be working on. And so I've done that a lot in my creator journey and a lot of the generosity is unpaid, 99% of it. Um, so that means that I've been devaluing myself and my skills because I haven't left time for me to pursue paid opportunities because I have filled my time with toxic generosity. And so it's this vicious cycle because now you've set expectations and you have people who are relying on you of your own accord and things that you have set up for yourself that are no longer sustainable. So what do you do? How do you break the cycle of toxic generosity? Say no. It sounds really, really easy to some and painfully difficult to others. Again, if you are a people pleaser such as myself, saying no is an incredibly difficult thing to do, but the more I have been doing it, the better it feels. Now, that does not mean I say no to everything. That does not mean that I don't still volunteer and love the volunteer opportunities that I take on. But it's a very clear line for me. I have chosen to volunteer to do certain things because it aligns with my goals and helps support them rather than detracts from the path that I'm on. So my first step was to be sure that what I was saying yes to and being generous with also supported me. And that is difficult to find, but when you do, everything just feels a little bit easier and you don't mind saying no so much to other things because once you are aligned in what you're doing with your volunteer time, your free time, your generosity, um, and your business professional monetary goals, once you kind of have all those things on the same path, everything flows a bit more naturally. And so that's really what helped save me from my toxic generosity. I still fall victim to it sometimes. I get wrapped up in, oh, I could help you do this thing. But I do pull back pretty quickly and have gotten really good, I would say, in the last six weeks of just flat out saying, no, I, I can't help you with that. That does feel bad because I do genuinely want to help everyone. So it's still an internal struggle. And I think it always will be. I don't know how to deal with that. It's one of those life's journey type questions that somehow, some way, I'm going to figure out how to make things feel a bit easier in that realm and say yes to more people. And maybe that looks like having an actual forum for my community so that people can connect with each other. But again, that's me being generous to other people and toxic to myself in terms of time and investment. And so that's why I haven't chosen to have a forum-based platform for helping creatives because I know that it's currently too much for me to take on and I won't be able to sustain it. And that's not fair to everyone else either. You can see how everything is connected, which I think is the important overarching theme that once you recognize how those connections are formed for you, because again, context is everything and everyone is individual, you will start to be able to put in place boundaries to take care of yourself, to help other people, and to move yourself towards your goals while getting rid of some of these more 
toxic. Toxic is a harsh word, but, you know, toxic to you traits. And so for me, generosity, being overly generous is very toxic to myself because it leads to procrastination and my goals just get pushed out or further down. And then I kind of end up in these spirals wondering, well, why haven't I had any progress? (laughs) Why aren't things moving forward? And the pattern repeats. It's an interesting thought, and I would really like to hear all of your thoughts about it. So head on over to Twitter, drop them in the tweet. I had a couple of folks respond who also feel the same. I think it's human nature. We want to help each other. But figuring out how to help each other and also help ourselves, that's it. That's the magic. We're all looking for that, right? I mean, how do you do that? I don't know. That's a much trickier question to answer, but we're going to figure it out. And I don't mean this to sound like I'm not going to help people. Again, that's not what this is. This is knowing your own limits and understanding when your level of generosity has become too toxic. I'm not quite sure how that looks for you, but for me, it's just a feeling. And I've gotten better at recognizing that feeling, that internal resentment of, well, I'm helping them, so why isn't anyone helping me? That's when I know I've gone too far with helping other people because I haven't helped myself first. So looking at those kind of internal cues has what's been helpful for me, journaling, you know, I talk a lot about journaling, write it down, talk with people, ask your friends and family, the people who are closest to you and see what's happening. A lot of times they can illuminate what's happening before you can. Um, So that's my kind of advice and thoughts on it. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say and start this discussion on how we can help each other not be as overly generous and still support the journey forward so that we protect ourselves and our time, and our resources, and have enough to give to other people. Okay, that wraps up this week. I'm excited to bring you more amazing interviews here in July. I am sitting down with two guests this weekend, great stories to share, lots of failure, lots of chatting about community. As you may have guessed, that will probably be an upcoming theme as we dive further into the podcast just can't wait to share all of that fun stuff for you if you missed last week's interview with janet you need to go check that out such a great story about leaving corporate and how she's transitioning over into being a first-time founder and what that looks like and feels like and all her struggles along the way if you haven't subscribed please go ahead and do that if you could rate and review that would be amazing share on twitter instagram all of those good things until next time have a great week